Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of TWTG. I am your host, the Goat D. James. Tristan is now back for the first his first episode of the new year. Twenty twenty three. Twenty twenty three. We're back in it. It's not twenty twenty two anymore. Thank yeah. God. Don't say that year again. That year sucked. Did it really suck for you? Yeah, it kind of did. You know. Sucked a lot, sucked harder than my ex. Well, okay, so we're going to get into that in a little bit. <laughs> but if you're new, listen, guys, this is very, very new. Anchor sent me this notice. They're changing their sponsorship rules. We are now in crisis of losing our sponsorship. So we need to get 100 followers on Spotify. Not for real. Before uh, the end, I think, of March, or else we'll lose the sponsorship, and then we got to earn it again. So, in a way that we don't get in that position, I would appreciate it if you guys could follow, if you don't already. And if you do already, please share and rate this podcast five stars. It really helps us out. And it really helps fund the Lightverse, helps Tristan help me. Please. And it does a lot for us. So I appreciate it again, the love that's been shown already, the guests that have come on already, the people that have given me their thoughts after uh, every other episode. Just truly appreciate it. It's fuel that helps ignite our fire mine especially so tristan yes sir back on the show mm-hmm. what kept you away <sighs> multitude of things you know what i mean like you know just just i'm not gonna lie to you life yeah life not even we we're supposed to do this last weekend but everyone knows that you know it was my birthday it was his birthday weekend so we really didn't get time to you know do that we were fucking around but besides that you know just life bro just been just been living fighting every goddamn day you know it just feels like you know a thing of beauty every single goddamn day is just a thing of beauty every single day i'm like yo i want to quit this job so bad i want to quit this job i want to work at a skate shop i want to have more time to live i want to get home on time Mm -hmm. it's just not possible with this damn job that i'm working and let me tell you hvac is you know i see why no one wants to do this job this job sucks Mm -hmm. well it doesn't suck i kind of like it but i also hate it you know, it's it's a weird it's a weird relationship I have with this job. Weird duality. It's a duality. It's like I know it's making me, you know, a, a better man. I know it's making me a tougher man. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it definitely tests me every day. Right. You know, every day is a damn test. There's some days I'm on roofs mm-hmm. and it's like 20 degrees and you got 35 per hour winds. You know, I mean, my per hour winds. There was one day it was 10 degrees mm-hmm. and we had 45 mile per hour winds. And it was, I mean, they were so powerful, my boy Jeff. He was being blown back. He was like, oh, you know, for real. Like, he was, he was he's 58, God bless him, still doing it to this day. Uh-huh. And it literally almost blew him over. Like, he lost his balance. He was like, oh, shit, oh, fuck. Mm-hmm. Like, it was that bad. We had to go in our vans just to warm up our hands, not trying to rhyme mm-hmm. every time I spit my lines. So it's very strenuous on the body, especially. It's, it's strenuous on the mind. It's strenuous on the body. It's strenuous on the pocket because you got to buy tools. Tools is the most, as they say, tools is the most expensive part of the trade. Mm-hmm. You got to have wrenches. You got to have, you know, thermometers. And you got to have this screwdriver set. Oh no, you got to get this one. Oh no, you got to get this one. Mm-hmm. You got to have multimeters. You got to have, you know, get it. You got to have a lot of tools to be in this trade. You got to have a lot of know-how, common sense. You know, if you can't turn a wrench, this isn't for you. You know, and mm-hmm. you know one thing. One good thing I like about my job is that I'm okay at it. I try, you know, and everyone sees that and respects me for that. You know, that's nice. So every day I go in there, you know, it feels like I'm really part of a team. But every day, bro, it tests you. Mm-hmm. It tests physically and mentally. Physically and mentally, mentally a lot. Mm-hmm. Depends if you're doing install or service. Service. 
definitely mentally a lot more mental than physical you're still working physically don't get me wrong but dude let me tell you there's nothing like walking in front of a furnace mm -hmm. and the, there's they don't have, they have no clue most of the time they'll just say no heat mm -hmm. and i'm like mm -hmm. these no are the heat. people that that have the uh the the thing that you're you're fixing right yeah like and they the, don't know what's going on they, they, they always say almost nine times out of ten they're always just like no heat and they're like, all right, and is there any explanation? It's like, nope, no heat, go over there and figure it out. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, fuck, okay. Yeah. And if the thing doesn't give you an arrow code, even better. Because mm -hmm. now you got to troubleshoot everything. And it's just, oh, dude, it's it's a hard trade. It's a hard job. You know what I wish I chose? What? I wish I chose, like, architecture or some bullshit. Mm -hmm. you know? Some bullshit. You know, just, just <laughs> some, or, like, CAD and designer, I, or IST. I'm good with computers. I don't know why the fuck I didn't just choose that. Mm -hmm. I got my friends who chose IST. They're getting paid buku money right now. <laughs> buku money? Buku money. What's buku? Dude, they're getting like 25 to 30. Mm. And, yeah. and they're just out of high school doing internet security or coding. Mm. So so what made you want to do HVAC in the first place? I mean, it's like, I wanted to do culinary. You well, wanted to do culinary? Cook. That one, that's cutthroat and they treat like shit in the industry. Because mm -hmm. you're, you're a fucking cook. Two, too many girls in that. I was like, you know what? All the girls are going for this. I don't want to be around that many bitches because I would lose my mind. Mm -hmm. uh, one, I want to fuck up, fuck them all. Mm -hmm. Two, I would just not be able to deal with all that estrogen all day. I would mm -hmm. off myself in the kitchen with one of their knives. <laughs> okay, well, but HVAC, I said okay. I actually wanted to choose um electrical, mm -hmm. but she was like, oh, if you don't choose this as your first pick, then I'm not even gonna look at it. It's just like what? So so they basically kind of influenced you when you were younger and more impressionable to the workforce. No, you know what it was. The teachers were cool. Mm -hmm. I liked both the teachers, and you know what what it was is they're like, oh, we had Corvettes and you know I had three houses and like I asked them, you know, which one makes the most money. They kept saying our trade makes the most money. Then you had the electrician saying, you know, our trade makes the most money. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, okay, you know what? I got I got precision machining, culinary, and then I got fucking HVAC. Mm -hmm. Precision machining, they loved me in there. I had like a I had a ninety seven in that one. Mm -hmm. Basically, a, a plus average. A plus in that one. I had a ninety five in HVAC and I had a hundred in culinary. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, precision machining. I'm probably gonna be on my feet all day. I'm gonna be hunched over. HVAC, at least I'll be moving around, you know, turn screwdrivers, and, you know, it's, it shouldn't be too hard, right? It shouldn't be too hard. Boy, was I wrong. I mm -hmm. should have just became an electrician. Because truth is, they get paid more than us. Mm -hmm. They just pull wire all day. A lot of times they're inside. Of less, less of a physical toll, too. No, it's still very physical. Okay. But At I'll, the same rate as HVAC, or? Pulling wire is definitely not as hard as lifting a furnace or lifting mm -hmm. a heat pump, I'll tell you that. Commercially, mm -hmm. oh, my God. You know, now if this was residential, mm -hmm. probably wouldn't be as bad because then I'd just be in basements and attics, but then you're dealing with people. Mm -hmm. And then that's annoying because you're like, oh, yo, this is $300. Then they're like, oh, no. But if you're in commercial, it's like, all right, yeah, you got a certain deadline. You know, just make sure you get it done. Got a mm -hmm. problem, call me. We'll be back in a couple of days. Right. And I'm like, oh, bad. So we can, we can j jack off all day and mm -hmm. not worry about shit. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? No. You know, I want to do industrial. I want to make a lot of money. I want to, you know what I want to do? What? Just a maintenance job for some big old campus where I don't have to, you know, do shit. Where I can just, you know, be like, yo, is everything wrong? Like, nope, everything's okay. I'm like, all right. And then I'll have a couple of bad days here and there, but then I'll be all right. That, that's my dream. I can keep dreaming. It's good to dream, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, we, we heard the song, uh, Still Dreaming, Nas and, and Kanye. Some dreams stay dreams. Some dreams come true. And you know what? 
Palmer wants to work at a skate shop because mm-hmm. you know what? I'd probably be happier in there. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to blow my brains out every fucking day. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be driving this work van and think about, yo, what if I just went like, bam? Mm-hmm. You That's know, not a good idea. Right outside the highway, you know what I mean? Because uh-huh. uh, go like go like 120, right, right up the Drake, side. Come on, man. Dude, I'm telling you right now, bro, this job is like not at all. You know what you know what? It's not it. You know what you know what? No, it is exactly what I thought it was. And I don't know why. Maybe it's because I'm maybe it's because I'm a fucking a masochist. Like I just torture myself. Uh-huh. You know. Well, I hear you coming home every day, and you're like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, dude, I'm fighting. Dude, I come home, and I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Just, just, just the pain and the groaning is dude, really, it's you know, dude, it's bad, man. It's, 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 it's hard, and it makes you sore. You, I stretch now. Mm-hmm. I take pain spray on my knees. <laughs> you know, my knees are, you know, my knees are pretty banged up. Uh-huh. My, my shins, my shins are going. You know, it's, it's, it's pretty hard. Mm-hmm. You, you, you two rooms started to match. Bill, yeah, Dad. Would you wipe your screen with that? Pause it, Bill. We'll be right back. But um, besides that, bro, it's, it's just hard. Mm-hmm. Harder than I thought. I'm not gonna quit yet. I'm gonna see how far I could go. I wanna push myself. I'm gonna see if there's a limit. Well, uh, I just wanna see if there's a tolerance. So far, my tolerance, there's some days where I can't take it anymore, and there's some days where I'm like, okay, this isn't bad. And those days where it's not as bad, I'm like, okay, maybe I could do this. Well, remember, there was that week where, where, where like, you needed some time off. Yeah, I did. Your body, I, was, so. I was gonna, I was gonna, like, fucking quit. Compare and contrast your body from the beginning to how it felt before, obviously, you know, you always worked Dude, out before, so you were fine to Before, oh my god, I had so much energy. Before, mm-hmm. I was like, I was jumping off ladders, I was running, I was jogging, I, I was like so energetic, so awake. Now every day I'm going to work, I'm calmer, I'm like, okay, what's the mission for the day? What are we tackling? What are we doing? And now I'm just like a lot more tame and I'm a lot more, okay, I'm not going to jump off the ladder, I'm going to walk up the ladder and walk right back down because I want my knees to be all right. You know what I mean? It's like it's that kind of shit mm-hmm. that I'm thinking about. I'm like, okay, wear gloves, don't want to cut myself. I'm getting a lot more used to this job. And, you know, I'll get a lot more hang of it, but to be honest with you, my energy shot down. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not, it's like, I have energy, but it's calm energy. It's like, okay, we have a mission, we're going to get it done, we're not going to go mm-hmm. crazy, we're going to go nice and slow, get it done. If you don't get it done, that's okay. Mm-hmm. Before, I was like, yo, let's go, 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 go. No, fuck that. Mm-hmm. Fuck that shit. Because now you have pains and other things you didn't have now, Not only do I have pains, like, I'm walking upstairs slow, I take my time driving. <laughs> you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's tough. Mm-hmm. But life is, no, Mike's more, I always say to myself, this job is hard, but life is hard. So if I can do this job and I can get good at it and I can fucking persevere, then I'm gonna be I'm gonna be a, a lethal weapon in life. However, maybe that's also just an excuse I tell myself to keep myself from going crazy. Do you think it's a bigger part of that? I than think the I think it's a little bit of both. To be mm. honest with you, I've been writing a lot more music, uh-huh. but also it's kind of hard to write when you're coming home. In pain. Construction and you're in pain and all you want to do is sleep. Mm-hmm. You can't think. You do sleep a lot now, a lot more than you did after I high school. To. It's like, dude, with school, I was just bored. I had mm-hmm. nothing to do. Now it's just like, dude, my, I'm in pain. Right. And I come home from construction, workout. Mm-hmm. Or come home, construction, skateboard for yeah. like six hours. And your body's just done. Yeah, there's some there'll be some days I go to work and I'm just like, mm. <laughs> I'm like mm. I do when I wake up, mm-hmm. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> there's just dude, we're yeah. we're doing something wrong. Mm-hmm. We we are doing something because you know what? I go to these big wigs houses. Mm-hmm. I go to their houses. They're all mm-hmm. working from home. Right. They're working from home. Mm-hmm. Or you know they went to college years ago, or they were 
they were in their 20s when the market was good mm-hmm. now the market's pit terrible the only way but they've already made their money yeah they've already made their fucking money you know they had their forty thousand dollar houses and their one and their one hundred dollar cars and all the bullshit <laughs> yeah. like, now now i can't now we can't do that now we have to fight and so in this fight that i'm in i'm, I'm really thinking okay you know what mm-hmm. like logic said in that song you know don't never give up your dream for a nine to five. Sure, it'll pay your bills. Whatever. Yeah, I was like, yo, that's a, that's true. It's like, mm-hmm. sure, HVAC is cool. It'll make me a lot of money. Whoop dee da. But like, well, there's a duality. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be miserable. I'm gonna be yeah. miserable. There's a duality to it. Obviously, you need to sacrifice to work on your dreams. Obviously, I've sacrificed X amount of dollars for my dreams, a light verse, you know, and and my my products and my business, using quotations. So, uh, you know, you, you thrown the idea out there before of uh, maybe choosing something else to help pursue your dreams because, you know, the worst thing in any creative field is, you know, not doing it because that's more time that you're putting it off and having mm-hmm. less time to work on it. I, have, I, I don't have much time at all. Only yeah. Like weekend. That, that's so. the danger of, uh, that, that's part of the dangers that, you know, cripple creativity is the time that you just keep prolonging it off because then, you know, this idea that I have in this moment isn't something that I can, you know, get to unless I, you know, snap out of it and then work and, on it. And, so. that's, and that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking, you know, maybe I should just, like, snap out of this mm-hmm. shit, dude. I gotta fucking, I gotta, I gotta just, you know, snap out of it and not worry about what people think about me. Just work on my dream. Just work on my dream. Well, you, you hear it. People bet on themselves where it's like, okay, um, like, imagine if I, you know, went to Timbuktu and it was a place where, I can get in contact with a team and, you know, an artist and all this other stuff and then, you know, have a little studio house somewhere and then just be building and writing stuff and doing all these things and putting stuff out. I mean, of course, times have changed mm-hmm. um, and, and now there are different ways to pursue that. But imagine if I did, I would have to leave my job and then, you know, commit to and that's a big gamble. It's a gamble. But the gamble is you're betting on yourself, which is, you know, a pretty good middle ground type kind of thing to bet. So. And, then I, and then there's things where it's like, okay, should I have a plan B? And my thing is, if I have a plan B, maybe I shouldn't have even have a plan A to begin with because if I give any energy to my plan B, that's taking away from plan A. Mm-hmm. So you want to do music? I want to do music. I want to rap. Mm-hmm. I want to make music. And mm-hmm. I want to fucking live. And that's something you're committed to doing, I right? I do just like seeing myself. Like the way I see myself, I, I'm not a, I am a mechanic. I can do it. I'm pretty good at it. And the thing is, it's not even like, it's more of a hobby to me. You know, fixing cars, that's a hobby to me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like, HVAC, I don't want to do that for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. Jeff did, he's been doing HVAC for 35 years. Imagine how his body's feeling. Dude, you should see him at work. It's sad. <laughs> Jeez. And he, and it's, and that's what like scares me to like want to become an artist because I see him. Mm-hmm. And do every time he moves, he's like, oh. Dude, mm-hmm. dude, literally, I see him take his phone out of his pocket. He goes like this. <laughs> like, I mean, to laugh at literally him. Literally, just, oh, I laugh and he yeah. laughs too because even he knows, like, yeah, my body, I got more problems than a math book. Mm. Yeah. Dude, his body, dude, his pants have knee pads built into them because mm-hmm. his knees are done. Knees are shot. Knees are shot. Mike, he's had two knee replacements mm-hmm. and he has a bad back. He's been doing it for 25. Mm-hmm. Devin is 26. Mm-hmm. He said his knees are bad. He had to stop skateboarding. Mm. He's 26. That's scary for you. Well, for and me I, too. Dude, and how much I love skating. Mm-hmm. Skating is my life. If I were to choose working out or skating, I'm choosing skating yeah. every time. Mm-hmm. It's like, 
if I lost skating, that would break my heart. Yeah. That would break my heart. If I couldn't skateboard anymore. Yeah, my bad knees, knees in any sport is basically like you got to wrap it up. Yeah. Because, you know, you're on your legs all the time in most sports. Yes. So. And, you know, all. that's what fucking scares me, though. It's like, shit, if I can't skate. Mm-hmm. That's what scares me. That's why I'm thinking, yo, is it worth it? And that's what, and I was asking Jeff, because Jeff's a real one. Mm-hmm. He's a really good guy. He's a really cool guy. I mean, and how old is he? He's 58. 58. He's 58, but like, I don't know, like, he's just a really cool guy. You know, he's really chill. He's just, he's just chill like that. Mm-hmm. He's, he's, like, he's not even an old-timer. He's just a chill old-timer. You know what I mean? He, and me and him might be talking. He said, he said, you know what, Trey, you know, it's at the end of the day when it comes to, you know, this kind of job, because I, I asked him the same question. Mm-hmm. And he said, what are you, it's like, what are you willing to, you know, sacrifice money or time? He said, I know if I was your age, I would definitely want a lot more time. And I see, and I see the regret in his eyes. Dude. Mm-hmm. Like when I hear him talking about like the younger times he had when he was a lot younger, mm-hmm. and it's it's so sad. Yeah, it's just dude. When you see terrible. an older person like talk about like the time they've lost, because mm-hmm. you can't get it back. Yeah, I was talking to, to grandma today when when dad went to go out and get you from the barbershop. She was mm-hmm. telling me about the things that she thought of her mother when she was younger and mm-hmm. the regret that she has now because she's old enough to understand and she wishes in that moment in that time she would have thought differently and maybe acted differently. But um, that's the thing to what your boy's saying and to what I say. I tell everybody this. What are you willing to, like, give up? Exactly. And for what? How much are your dreams worth, Tristan? It's like, are my dreams really, like, like, dude, like, like my knees? Mm-hmm. Not being able to skateboard. That's scary, yeah. Me being tired all the time. Imagine if my hands were broken, I couldn't Oh, write. yeah, I'm making 30, I'm making 80,000, and my body is destroyed. Hallelujah. My body is destroyed, yeah. and you know what? My, I can't skateboard anymore, but you know what? At least I got money in my pocket. Yeah, you can get things replaced Don't get and me fixed, wrong, bro. Money's nice. I fucking love money. Money is freedom. Who doesn't? I, I, who doesn't love me? Money and time are the limiting factors. But exactly. You know, I'm definitely choosing time, my nigga. I don't know about you. I'm choosing time. Right. You know, it's like, well, this job, it's, it's like, and everyone says it takes a toll on your body. It does. And dude, I'm carrying extension ladders. I'm lifting units. You're young right now, but. And I'm so young, but I'm thinking. The damage adds up. In four years. Yeah, how are you going to be when you're my age? Exactly. And dude, Ad, this, there was this guy named Adam. He was younger than Devin. He was only like your age. He said his knees were hurting, bro. Yeah, that's scary. That's scary as fuck. Bro, you only been doing this for four years and you're already hurting. Mm-hmm. Fuck that. And that's why I'm saying to myself, I, I say to myself in a van when I'm driving, I'm like, I don't belong here. Mm-hmm. I don't belong here. I should be doing something else. I don't belong here. Mm-hmm. And you know what? It's just like, sure, I'll get licensed. I'll make a ton of money. It's like, that's that's not like oh yeah no it's just like yeah work a safe job get your license work a safe job keep your head down and then in thirty years when you finally retire you'll be you can 50, enjoy it. you'll be fifty something you know you'll probably be like sixty sixty five and you'll have like a decade to enjoy your money mm-hmm. what the fuck dude no maybe if this was like nineteen forty fifty. Mm-hmm. 60 70 because back then the market was like okay you can get a house for like 30,000 right you can get a car for a thousand mm-hmm. you can you can, you can have all the shit you can buy acres of land and you can do all that back then it would have been worth it mm-hmm. now it's like dude i feel like every day i'm just wasting time mm-hmm. every day i'm just wasting time and that's like another day gone another mm-hmm. day gone 
Notre Dame gone. And yeah. the thing is, it's like I see these other rappers, I see these guys rapping where I'm at, I go to the shows, and all my boys, I see them rapping, and I'm thinking to myself, well, I can do that. I can do that. Mm-hmm. And you see, and they, I, they've I, sacrificed a lot to be in their positions. Right? I mean, well, the thing is, a lot of them are like in college or they take gap semesters. Yeah, they're young enough to still be able to do it. Yeah, exactly. Like a, lot mm-hmm. of them, a lot of them are 19. They're taking gap semesters or they're in college. They work part-time. They have a lot of time in their hands. Mm-hmm. I don't have much time at all. I tell them, my, I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm age bag and I make 500 a week. And they're like, oh, wow, 500 a week. I'm like, they're like, how much do you work, though? I'm like, five days a week, 40-hour work week. And they're like, damn. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, I don't have much, I don't have much time. Yeah. And the thing is, it's like, okay, truth is, I couldn't give less than a shit about this license. You know, it's like, I care about it, sure. Mm-hmm. Only because I've worked for it, and I've worked, like, i put in time already, and I'm already working the job. But it's mm-hmm. like, dude, I'm really just risk. I'm going to, like, destroy my body mm-hmm. just so I can get a license, just so I can make some money. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, at the end of the day, is that even worth it? Because I'm not living. It's like, like Jeff told me, and this, and this quote still sticking with me now. He's like, well, you know, I work to live. I don't live to work. And there it is. And I was like, yo, that's that's actually facts. There's alive and then he, there's living. Yeah, he was spitting. And I was like, yo, that's facts. He said, I live. I don't live to work. Mm-hmm. I work to live. And the thing is, I know people who live to work. And yep. some of them are okay with it. And some of them just want to fucking, you know. Some people have no choice. Out. Some of them don't have a choice. Like mm-hmm. he, said, he said that too. And I'm just like, dude, what the fuck? Is it even worth it? The thing is, I want to have an apartment. I want to have my car fixed. That all costs some money. Yeah. But even then, it's like, I want to create. That costs time. Mm-hmm. It's like, fuck, how the hell do I balance those with a five-day job? I come home too tired fucking right because my brain is fucking pooped. Whole body's pooped. And I, and then I drag myself through a workout even though I don't want to. I still do it anyway. And then after that, I'm like, okay. Let me see if I can just write something. I can't even think because I'm so tired. Mm-hmm. I can barely make it to the shower. And I get, and then I'm, when I'm chilling in bed, I order some Uber Eats. I fall asleep before it arrives. <laughs> yeah, that does happen. That happens. And yeah. I, fall asleep before I, I, I fall asleep before it even arrives. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking to myself, bro, I'm too young to be doing this shit. It's like, bro, I'd rather gamble and at least try. <laughs> to try to at this in that point, because my, my thing is, bro, if I'm doing HVAC for 20 years, I'm going to end it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to end oh, it. Oh, no, you're not going to end no, it. Don't say no, because no, no. at that point, though, are you living anymore? Can you even call that living? It's never too late to decide what to live and for. Even then, dude, at 40 or 50, sure, I might be able to still try music. I'd rather do it now. Of course. You know, I'd rather do it now instead of fucking giving my life away. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm doing. I'm giving my life away. Just so what? Hey, Ross, yeah, job got done. Hey, good job, kid. Here's your next job. Mm-hmm. See you tomorrow. Shake a, you know, shake of the hand, pat you on the butt. That's it. You, hand you, you don't get much credit in this job. You, so, I mean, well, you do from like your coworkers. The boss is like, good. Mm-hmm. All right, here's your next job. It's like, like my boy Kev said, it's like you're only worth as much as you can put out. Exactly. Yo, fuck capitalism for real. Mm-hmm. Although I'm red as hell, mm-hmm. fuck capitalism. This is the cyberpunk talking, right? Yeah, this is the cyberpunk. Yeah. No, but they were right. Yeah, they have a point. They have a damn point. Mm-hmm. In that world, cyber, like fucking capitalism, goes way too far. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a. But it shows the the bad parts of it from our world into the game. Yes, mm-hmm. very much so. To the, point where I, to the point where I was like, yo, this could probably happen. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? This could definitely happen. At that point, people weren't even human anymore. I'm like, shit, dude. It's like, mm-hmm. 
what the fuck? And then I see these artists and I see people that are your age or and they're your at age. peace. Mm-hmm. They're like hippies. They're not making much money, mm-hmm. but they're living life and enjoying it. Yes. Well, that's the and thing. That's what I want. Yeah. And the thing is, but the thing is, with to support that, you need to have some money from somewhere. You need to have some money, unless your hobby becomes profitable. Mm-hmm. So that, there's the duality, man. I tell everybody this: How much are your dreams worth? What are you sacrificing? That's why I'm in this room Sacrifice, for so long. I'm sacrificing a lot. Yeah. I wish I had as much time as you did. Oh, well, Tristan, I wish I had much time as you did. Remember, Trey, I'm, I'm six years ahead of you. So, five. well, carries over to almost six. You know, for the whatever, five, six years. That's enough time between five years. A human age is every three or, or four. Yeah. So imagine what I, I was. Let's see, what was I doing when I was 18, turning 19, looking for a job. I didn't have one till later, uh, in my in in my early nineteens. Mm-hmm. So I didn't even have the idea of the light verse. I sure as hell didn't have an idea of a podcast. I sure as hell didn't have all the skills and abilities that I do now in this community, dealing with all these funny looking people that I know and love, and mm-hmm. all of this other stuff. I had to sacrifice and instill in myself discipline to be able to do this stuff. And yeah, sure, I'm home a lot. I'm a homebody. I'm a hermit. I'm not ashamed to admit it. But it's because every time you see all those books up there, they ain't collecting dust, brother. I'm sitting there reading things. Sometimes I go back and reread stuff mm-hmm. to learn and maybe be inspired by something else. You know, the time that you sure I work this job, I feel like a hamster on the wheel sometimes. But it, as dad says, it pays the bills. Mm-hmm. Nandy knows this. You think I want to be security officer, James? It's the sacrifice that I give for my dream. So, yeah. Well, at least you have more time. Yeah, I have more time. You, you, you kind of got in a good position. I'm not going to say yeah, I got I got lucky. You got lucky. However. Yeah. However, you know. In in that span, there was time that I still lost that I can never get back. True. So now that I'm older and I understand this, I try to work doubly as hard. So I, I sacrifice that. more time now. So again, I lost time before, and now I'm sacrificing more time. So in a way, that combines to me losing, still losing time, but I'm dedicating it to the craft. What so scares me even more is that two years I'll be twenty. Yep, you'll be twenty, but. That's a scary number. Understand. I think I've been, Brandon is especially as well, from what we've created and done, you understand at least you have the skills and abilities to learn these things, especially from somebody that knows them. You know, this podcast certainly wasn't an idea overnight. I had to listen and learn for podcasts to Joe Rogan's, to Jim Cornette's, to Howard Stern's, you know, to you name it, to listen and learn to all of that and hopefully hope that I would have good enough people to want to listen to our funny little stories and everything else. So, uh, this is something I want to do. I'll be doing podcasts until the casket drops. Mm-hmm. You know, same thing with writing, same thing with creating, playing video games and all that other stuff. I would like to be a model. Well, again, I'd like right to model, now. I would like to do music. I would yeah. like to maybe work at a skate shop. Mm-hmm. Things I enjoy doing, sure. You have passion with those, right? Those yeah. are your passions, yeah. So, with that, Tristan, is like... It's like, fuck. In your downtime, and, and it is hard, you know, sure, sure enough. It's I mean, hard, I especially because I have a very little yeah. time. You need to... Give yourself. You need to sacrifice some of that time and you use the rest to work on at least some of it. And it's going to be hard. Some days where you're not going to want to do shit at all. There already are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're going to have you're going to have to overcome that, man. Oh, let, I do every day. Yeah. So let the fear of losing time 
ignite the fire to produce. I you know what I mean? Just get shot. So yeah, you, you got. <laughs> and, but the thing is, you got to start now, man. While you're still young. Yeah. Well, you haven't even reached two decades yet. Think about that. I'm close. I'm damn well. You're close. damn well close, but you're still far away enough. Still, I'm. I'm turning 19, bro. You're turning 19, but you sure as hell ain't 20. Next year you'll be 20. I'm one year away from two decades. <gasps> oh no, but you're not there yet. You know, I'm damn so, well close. I'm not gonna use that as an excuse. Yeah. I'm damn well close. You're damn well close, Tristan. Damn well close. But the thing is, that I so wish. Sorry. I get why brands afraid. I get why he is. I get it. Yeah, brands. Are, Brandon and I talk about death a lot because we're older and we're like, you know, damn man, yeah, we're. But in about 15 years, I'm gonna be 40 years old, which kind of, you know, blows my mind. It hits, it hits you a little bit. Yeah, and it scares. Oh, I told I told people this before, and I'm telling you this now. My mortality scares me. You want to know what scares your older brother? What? My own mortality. And whatever what scares the hell, me is not more mortality. It's me not being ready for my mortality. Well, you'll get there with time. I want because the thing is, you know, it's like the Russian gangster said: people were freezing or afraid to die because they haven't lived their life's purpose. Exactly. So like when you've lived your life's purpose you're, and you're ready, that's like the best. That's I think that's going to be better than any feeling in the world when you're just ready and you're well, at course. peace for death. Well, I want to be able to face death and be like, you know what? Let's go. Well, that, well, that, let's go. All right. All right. You know what? Fuck yeah! Let's go. Let's do this. Yeah. That's that's how I want to feel yeah. when I die, or just take me in my sleep. Well, okay. Well, if I have a chance to be alive when my time goes, my the thing that scares me, but I'm not. Well, it makes me kind of sad. I don't want to get emotional right now, but the thought is of like, what will I see? Not just the people around me, but my thoughts, my final thoughts in that moment. Yeah, where I'm going, you know, and you know, I'm really trying to hold back. I'm gonna probably start tearing up because. That's a part of my brain where I just think about it and then it travels and it wanders. It's a scary goddamn thought. Not only scary, but there's a fascination with understanding that. That well, really. Is heaven or hell? Well, no, I'm not, not in a religious sense, just the state of mind I'll be at. You know, how, how do you say, all right, I'm ready to go? You, know, you, don't, you, you don't. You don't, but you don't. some people get to that point and they are. We play video games and we see how characters are when they're about to die. Very reflective. We've seen it mm -hmm. in people in hospitals. You see the interviews of old people and stuff like that. And a lot of them are ready. Yeah. You got people who, like, you got old people who are alive and they just want to die. Yeah. You got some so, who are just ready every day. Yeah. And they're just waiting for it. So for me, at that point, it's just like, damn. Yeah. They're already fucking ready. So for me... My thing is, and I've said this before, is that I want to, you know, basically, I want to create a whole bunch of shit before I die. Mm -hmm. So that way, um, not only can I pass this on to you know, the future family and all that other stuff, but to also exist and be like, hey, you know, this guy, yeah, he did this, he did that, he did this, he did that, he did this, he did that. Because um, that is a way to live forever. Yeah. Until we figure out cryogenics or cyberpunk well, becomes you know, a reality. Brand, you know Brandon's going to freeze himself. Well, Brandon's going to freeze himself. I don't know if I would want to do that. I mean, everyone's like, you know, I don't want to live and, you know, see everybody I know die. But if you have grandchildren, or sorry, children, and they have grandchildren, you get to at least be there. You know what I mean? So there's yeah, a, yeah that, that'd be kind of cool. There's a, there's a trade-off. It'd be like uh, Futurama. Yeah, you know what I mean? pretty much. But, um, but, you know, it would also be like the promo minute because American comics are dying, everybody. And They're the light verse is the only thing that can save. Wow. Listen, Superman's son, you know, he his, his placing in the comics, I think, was like 16th. You know what I mean? Uh, more people are moving to anime more than ever. So if you like superheroes and you like American comics and you like anime, follow the light verse. Because why? It is a combination and an amalgamation of all of that and some of the greatest comic books of old. Put into something new for all of you and for me. To enjoy, to read, to love, to have and to hold, and everything else in the middle. It follows a story. 
2032, Nuvia City, a metropolitan, clean, green energy city in the somewhere, you know, in a good part of Canada, following the metahuman vigilante lights, Dylan D.C. Carter, as he fights to stop the renegade super gang threat and the mass production of the super drug rush in Nuvia City and beyond. He will meet a colorful cast of villains, heroes, and everything in between as he tries to find his place in the world. And the villains are going to have to watch out because his fucking takedown, his, his, his famous last words to his villains are always, lights out. No, that doesn't happen. Maybe, maybe if I made the story in the 50s or the 60s. Yeah, lights out. Yeah, wham, bam. Wow. No, no for no. him it would be zap. Yeah, zapping, zing, no. Yeah, some shit like that. Yeah, but that shit ain't happening. And it's gone because it's all about the new and everything that I'm trying to do. We talk about sacrifices. How much are you sacrificing for your dreams? I know I've sacrificed, you know, definitely a few G's on art, right? Mm -hmm. But Definitely a few G's. Definitely a few G's. But for me, that doesn't matter because it's spent on doing something that I want to do. Something that I know can make an impact and something that is thankfully impacted some people already and i'm ever so thankful for that because some people die and they don't get to that point yeah so that is your impactful and passionate promo minute brought to you by twtg until we get another sponsor and you guys already know i'll be riding that train into the ground until the wheels fall off now to kind of switch the subject here so we're not as fucking depressing i have a secret <laughs> that's depressing no so people I, can learn from that I, no they can that's no, real they, and they will that is some real shit but i gotta see i gotta disclose to the twtg you know audience here so i have not shared podcast with uh, all my friends yeah i've shared with a few a few not all that i can trust but not all and, and the part, and, I'm, I'm, and by a few, I mean two. Yeah, and I'm going to let you go in a second, but the part that blows my mind, guys, is that this podcast is available worldwide on a multitude of different apps, right? We have people from Australia, New uh, uh, sorry, England, you know, South America, everywhere across the world. This can be heard by anybody. Yeah. And Tristan has only shared it to uh, two people he knows, even though he's a pretty popular guy in his own right. Continue. So... I've only shared it to about two people, my ex and my other female best friend. Um, no, I'm not fucking her. Would I? Yes. But we're good friends. And also, I would never date her. That me wasn't her, important. Me and her both know that if we were to date each other, it would be hell. We'd probably, it'd be a fight for who wears the pants in a relationship and it wouldn't work out. Anyway, the main reason I haven't shared... No, it's just like, bro, I've, I'm not going to lie. I said a lot of out-of-pocket shit. Yeah, but, you know, I, I gave you the insurance by saying it's, you know, most of the ex exaggerated, outrageous stuff is satire. Yeah. And well, it's just a joke. <laughs> most of it is a joke. Yes. Yeah. Some things are true. But the main reason is... There's truth to comedy. The main reason... Yeah, there is truth to comedy. But the main reason, bro, is that I've made a lot of new friends, right? Mm -hmm. and the thing is, I lost a whole bunch of... I basically lost my whole friend group. Almost my whole friend group only have like a good, I could count them on one hand left, right? Mm -hmm. And then I made a new one. And I love these guys. They're great, positive, good people. Creative people too. Yes, extremely creative. And what's going to make me really ashamed the most is if they hear it's a 16-year-old me. Because this goes back. Three years. Three years, mm -hmm. right? A lot has happened in these three years. Yes. And so they're going to hear the 16-year-old me mm -hmm. versus the 19-year-old me, basically. And I'm just like... I don't want them to hear that, and I hope they hear growth, because I think I've grown a little bit, but 
I don't want them to hear that and be like, yo, this kid's a fucking weirdo. Oh, you know, this kid's fucking weird. But part of me feels like they wouldn't even give a shit because at the end of the day, they are good friends and they, they're real like that. So I think that if they heard that and I just told them like, yo, I was a different person, shit's bad, but kind of over it now, I grew, I changed, I did better, I got better. And that's the main reason. It's just like, you know, part of me is ashamed of my 16-year-old self. You know, I did a lot of bad shit, you know. Did it feel good? Yes. Should I have done it? Most of the shit I did? No. Especially the cast. Uh, especially with the fucking threats and all that other stuff. Yeah, that was, you know, that was a 16-year-old heartbroken kid who, you know, just, uh, why are you looking at me like that? No, I'm listening. You, and I'm, you, I'm about to say something profound. So. You, you, damn. Look how cocky he is, ladies and gentlemen. No, I, I, know, I know. I know my skill. I, I, I live with this. It don't take me long. I, I <laughs> it don't take me oh, long. Oh, it don't take you long? Fastest man alive? Hey, man, when it counts. Do all the ladies know? <laughs> they call me the three-minute man, baby. Damn, I'm playing around. Come on. Well, you heard you heard it here first, folks. Grow up. Three minute man on the scene. Oh, let me stop. Yeah. But that's the main reason, dude. And the thing is, I'm gonna share it after this. I'm gonna share it. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah, I'm gonna dap share me. it. Dap me up. Dap no. Dap dap. It's hard, Bill. It's hard. Cause uh, you know, it's just I've said a lot of shit, mm -hmm. done a lot of shit, mm -hmm. and I fucked up a lot of shit. Uh -huh. So now I don't. They're gonna hear that stuff back. Okay. And they're gonna be like, "Whoa, what uh -huh. the fuck? This kid's weird." No, they're not because you unless, know, unless what they keep listening. You're like, wait, you know what? No, nah, uh -huh. he got better. So you know what I mean, uh, I'm gonna say something profound right now, or course, at least try to. Of course, you are because you're God, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, thinks he's God. No, and I'm gonna be honest right now. You can trust these people, right? Yeah, I can. So then you should trust their judgment. They know you now. That is you before at a point in time. They'll understand that you were younger. They'll understand that people can change, especially creative people. Something that the internet forgets a lot of the time. I'm not even going to talk about Twitter because that's a microcosm. Right? Right. If they know the Tristan now, they won't care about the Tristan of the past. That won't matter. They know you now. What does knowing you yesterday do? If they know you're a changed man now. If they understand that you've made your mistakes and now you understand those mistakes. If they understand that you were still growing and you had to go through trials and tribulations and challenges, right? I went through stuff I may regret. I may go, I may, I've gone through stuff that, you know, I find cringy to this day or, oh, you know, I don't like that or, oh, you know, I can't believe I said this or did this or look like this, yeah. right? But that's all we have is now. So all that matters is the person you are today, not yesterday. Right. That's very sounds cliche and it's simple, but a lot it's of people true. forget it. It's true. You know, so the most important part about that is that you have to own up to yourself and understand that you're you. You're trust. Hey, what you see is what you get. You're unapologetic now. So why oh, should very. Yeah. So why should them listening to that matter to Tristan now? Good point. You understand? So the me, the me of Impe yesterday. Impeccable logic. Yeah. So right now, it's just like, yo. It's flawless. Yo, yo, if you're my friend, man, then you understand me. Mm -hmm. So you understand where I've come from. Flawless logic. Yeah. So you want to make music and you want to be uh, very, uh, what kind of music you want to make? Uh, the stuff where I like, say. Or like it's impactful and the stuff that, that you know, what like a J. Cole. What, what or, genre this kind of, well, yeah, like that J. Cole, mm -hmm. you know, my boy. My what, boy you want to tell stories from perspectives that matter. Oh, yeah, exactly. For stories, poems, mm -hmm. vent, that kind of shit. Yeah. So the biggest thing for that and that makes these rappers impactful is that people understand and they love growth. 
you hear it in music. You hear it from you know Logic, easy example. Yeah. How he let the internet you know dictate what he was doing and he let it get to him. Versus now where he's just doing it for fun. He's doing it at that whatever the hell he wants to do. So if these people are really your friends, Tristan, there should be no problem sharing this. I've said it before to people. I'm very you know one to one with people. You keep it 110 with me, I'm gonna give it right back to you. Mm. So these people know who I am. There's no character or facade that I put on. Maybe it's because it's online and we're having some fun. I'm able to cut a little bit more loose. But if you knew me in real life versus online, it's pretty much one-to-one, right? Mm. So the, the the main important thing to understand is that you're, and, 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 and something that's a constant throughout this whole entire podcast that has shown that you're not what people may think or what you may think people may think of you in that moment is that you're somebody that is progressing, that's changing, and you have hopes and dreams that you want to accomplish and do that isn't like, oh, yeah, I want to be out here in the street selling drugs or, you know, oh, I want to, you know, do all this negative evil shit that's going to hurt a whole bunch of people. It's not. I have dreams. You have dreams. Right. Right. And it's pretty consistent in our character. Yeah, we act stupid sometimes and we say some funny shit. That's the entertainment factor. So these people can listen and stay here and share it. So that way we can do something and build on our dreams. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just stuff that's, that's built up over time. So if these guys are your friends, Tristan, then they should have no problem. And I say this to everybody that's listening right now. If you're ashamed of your past, understand that the friends that you have now, if they really are your friends, their judgment of your character really matters. Because if they're like, you know what, man, that was you before, I'm worried about you now. That's all you need. But if people, if you have the internet mentality where it's like, oh, you know, they said something really homophobic uh, one day and uh, now I got to cut off and distance myself, that's bullshit. Because does that mean that they're... You see, you see it. Yeah. I'm sorry for that thing I said ten years ago. Yeah. Exactly. In a different social climate, and I was thinking different things at that time, on that day, and that hour, and that minute. Yeah. Yeah, that is a pretty good. Point yeah, they use that thing to represent. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like it's like you know this is just an example. If I said fuck all gay people, right? Mm-hmm. If I said oh yeah I'm this terrible angry homophobic person, obviously not true, but I'm just saying for the cause of example. If they took that ten years ago versus the person I am now. Mm-hmm. Their judgment of character is off. They don't understand me as a person. True. You know what I mean? So we see that far too much. Everyone's walking on eggshells because they're not willing to be like, you know what? I made a mistake before. Let's move on. Will Smith even. You know, we can say, you know, you shouldn't have done the smack, blah, 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 blah. We can go into the, the, the deeper parts of it. But he made a mistake. He fucked up. Does that mean Will Smith is a bad person forever? No. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, let's, you know, let's just cut the bullshit and just be real about it. At the end of the day, because that moment, it'll live forever, yeah. Yeah. But who is he today? What is he doing today that was different? Yeah, Even absolutely. if he apologized. But, you know, the court of public opinion is venomous, man. But you can't let these people dictate that. And that's the sacrifice you take when you're online. When I make this stuff, I know someone's going to say, oh, this character looks like some other character that's already been here. You think I give a shit? Fuck no. <laughs> you know, any of that other stuff. So, the most important thing is that if people know you... The real will always prosper, especially in a field of being a creative where your emotions and everything is like the thing that you're you know, profiting off of, using quotations when I say that. Mm. So that's the part about being a creative, man, that I'm telling you now since I've been five years in it. Now, since I understand musically and artistically and all that other crap, you know, to be, you have to be one with your emotions and we change every day. So you got, you got to take that and your stuff, man, and... Share the hell out of this podcast as we need them followers on Spotify. Yeah, true. And, and, and so on. So at the most, they should be entertained and they should understand that you're growing. Damn.
Good job. Put that in your pipe and smoke. I told you it won't take me long. <laughs> it told you, like, I got to be forever. Oh, well, let's say hey, we're still at the destination. Don't take, don't matter how long we <laughs> to get here. You understand? Still the destination. So I'm telling me, let me cool myself off real quick. Woo! I mean, yeah, I was, you know, you, you were spitting there for a second. You were, you were spitting a little bit. A little, and, and it's not for health, man. You were spitting a little. Yeah, yeah. Well, some you know, a little Jedi, you know, wisdom, some sage wisdom. But you know, it's a pretty good point. That's why we'll be. Exact point is why we'll be sharing this podcast. Mm-hmm. Hey guys, I'm, I'm a co-host of this podcast. Think you should listen. Yeah, and, and, and the thing is that you got to be prepared for it. What? It's for some some of your friends. Like, hey man, I was listening. You really said that. You know, such and such, so and so. People give me their thoughts and things that I've said, and it's like, yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. I look damn right. Yeah, that was me. Just like Snoop Dogg when uh, Angela Yee asked him, you know, so you said the things about you know fucking hoes and getting money. Mm. Are you are you sorry about it? Like, no, fuck no. Like that, that, was, that was me. He said he sounds me. Fuck them hoes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You got you got to be consistent and stand on who you are, man. Because if you keep changing, you're like, nah, Tristan's fake as hell, man. And he keeps changing his personality, and he's like, you know, trying to hide who he really is. That's the part. Yeah. That people think like, damn, man, you, you know, we're friends and all that, but I didn't know. It. You know what I mean? Yeah, but if true. they already know and they listen to it, they'll understand. They may even understand you better and be even closer friends with you than you were at the beginning. Good point. So. Let's go back and talk about dreams and stuff like that, you know, and what you're willing to sacrifice. That goes all into the sacrifice. That's all a part of it. You know, yeah. if, you, if you think about guess, it. Yeah, if you think about it. Yeah, we've put our lives thing. online for yeah. other people, you know, from the yeah. old YouTube channel <laughs> to this right now. To this. Yeah, to, for other people to consume and be entertained or, or enlightened by it. Mm. That's the sacrifice you make. I guess that is kind of a sacrifice. That makes that makes sense. Yeah, to to get to that level and be above others, you have to just simply do more. It's not you know oh you know just sucking it up and doing it. It's understanding it. I definitely got to find you know a job that gives me more time that allows me to live yeah, well, to achieve all that. Yeah, well, shit. But think about this, little brother. This is me, you know, giving you the, the older brother advice, the little brother right now, for real, because. You know, I wish Brandon told me this for Brandon was you know, in a different place. Yeah. But that those these are the things that I wish that you know I, I would have at your age. But now you have you're in the best position. Yeah. Because you have two generations of well not not generations but you know two older people that lived in a slightly different time as times are still changing and evolving right now to the point of where we're at. So you have to really. Think about it in an act now because you know in this life in this world things can change tomorrow and blah blah blah. Yeah, be blown up by Putin or some bullshit. Yeah, shit moves so fast. Yeah, it does. Mm, that goes out to everybody that's listening to this, man. This, I know my dedication has been proven uh, over time with all that I do. I've said it before. I'm moving back uh, to YouTube soon enough as soon as, soon as I get all my stuff together. And yes, I know sir. What I want to do where they can find where can they find you? Uh, well, nothing yet. It's not. It's not out yet. Yo. Everybody, his YouTube channel is no, 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 but it, but it ain't, it ain't out yet. But when it is, you know, the people will know, the real will know. So yeah. you want to make music? Fuck okay. yeah, I want to make music, and I want to fucking just go wild, go buck wild, make an album, and just fucking mm-hmm. put it out. You're going to New York next week, right? Yeah. Tell us about what you're doing there. So we're going to go to New York. My boys, two shows in New York, and I'm gonna film. I'm gonna film him. I'm gonna film the trip. And I'm also going to film the city because I really want to film the city. Most importantly, we're going to fucking skate. Mm-hmm. I don't know if, where we're skating, but we're going to skate. If the weather's good, I don't know. I heard it's been getting kind of kind of hectic in the fucking East Coast right now. It's like mm-hmm. snow or some shit. I don't know 
it's good or it's bad, but hopefully it's just not windy because I tell you one thing right now. I fucking hate pushing against the wind. That's mm-hmm. the most annoying shit ever. Yeah, those wind tunnels, especially when you're midtown, nothing but cars yeah. and people. But most importantly, I hope with him, you know, we don't only just have a good time, but maybe we cook up some shit. I really want to cook something up with him. He's he's a phenomenal fucking artist. If you're able to, yeah, there's plenty of sites. There's the... Uh you know the hibachi grills where they make the food in front of you. That's, that's where I went to with Brandon. I you showed know, you the you know video. When they're making the food in front of me, I'm gonna put my hand like right on the stove and then just take the food and eat it. Don't don't do that because then you'll ruin the whole show. And, <laughs> Imagine yeah. I just take that onions and just and die and just eat it. Boom right. boom. That's what you're gonna hear. Boom. <laughs> they're probably like, damn, Trey, thanks for ruining the food while they're cooking it. <laughs> they're gonna boo me. <laughs> yeah, they, they're gonna boo you. And, and before they make that, why the hell not? You paid for it. Yeah, but I'm not paying to just eat the food. I'm paying for the show as well. Yeah. You know when I went, uh, it was like someone's in the air and I just catch it and I eat it. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? That's what I always say. <laughs> you, you know that that video I showed you when I went for my birthday all those years ago. Yeah. Um. You know we we paid. Uh, I I didn't pay. Um. Because it was my birthday, but he didn't pay because he's cheap. No. <laughs> nah, nah. Brandon, Brandon paid. I paid a little bit, but I know Brandon paid the bigger part of it. And we were with his friend Ryan at the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, of course, he set us at this table with like three other people. You know, they have the the bigger tables and night. In New York City, any hot ladies? Uh, no, not at that point in time, no. Um, but it was a, it was a beautiful venue, you know, quiet, nighttime, city, all around. Yeah, and I bet all it, was, it was a like night city. Yeah, it city really of was, dreams. Yeah, you know, city dreams, city again. Yeah, the idealistic parts were really in, in you know in movement. But if you go there and make all the food in front of you, that beautiful rice. Oh my God, the beautiful fried rice, rice wrapped in egg. Mixed vegetables, some weird sauces, onions, and they chop up a whole bunch of stuff and they put it in there. Be cutting stuff up like a DJ. I don't even really. Yeah, I don't even like vegetables like that. But okay. No, I ate man, and I ate that was some of the best rice I've ever had in my life. What kind of rice was it? It was uh, white rice, right? But he baked it, and um, how the fuck do you bake rice, my nigga? I don't know. I know he he was sorry, sorry. It was fried rice. Sorry, it was fried rice. Bake rice. Sorry. Yeah, I'm I'm thinking of it right now because it was it was years ago. Yeah. But he took an egg, right, and he wrapped the uh fried rice in the egg um and he put it in you know like a bowl yeah with vegetables chopped uh fried onions mm. with this uh um onion sauce and had, had mixed vegetables in it yeah and some other fun i gotta look at the video again it was like four years ago pre pre-covid mm. but um, it, it was some of the best damn rice I've ever had. It, it, no, it was the best rice I've ever had in my life. Be- it was the best craft rice you've ever had. And it was an appetizer. It wasn't craft rice. It was like <laughs> straight from the the motherland of of Asia. It was grown. It was grown from Asia. A man brought it here himself on yeah. on backpack. Yeah, like five people died mining <laughs> making that right. But it, it was some. Was, was like, the water from like the finest springs mm, from the Appalachians? No, it was just nice cold water. <laughs> but, but the food was definitely good. So you have any sake. Uh, no, well, yeah, I had sake, but it was at this other joint. Right. So, but it was really good, and I had uh, that that uh, what's the stuff in the uh, the bowl, the onion, no, the miso soup, I think. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I've had that before. It's good. That's a great dish, miso. Yeah, yeah, it was. Oh, man, that's the, sounds good. That's stuff that you can eat, and like you know, like American-made soups and stuff. Like the the broth is like water, but yeah, you know, their their stuff is like. I felt like I was still 
you know, being my, my I was being nourished and eating this clean <laughs> well, stuff. Well, you felt like you were something a little bit younger. You know, yeah. Your skin was like brightening up. And yeah, shit. it was like putting uh, jet fuel into a sedan. You do feel good eating like just healthy shit. I don't yeah. even know what it is about it. It is the properties of the food. And that's why I've been taking all these damn vitamins and stuff. You know, I took all these vitamins. My body's still banged up, but it's helping a little bit. You know what I mean? It I gives you a little boost. Dude, we should be sponsored by some vitamin goddamn company. Yo, if there's a sponsor know. out there, right, that does vitamins, we got, what is that, spring something? Spring something. I can't see that. Nature made or whatever. Some bullshit. Um, you guys just sponsor us, please. Sponsor we, us. We will sponsor. We, we eat the vitamins, we lift the weights, and we trying to be great out here in these streets. Not that ass. So you go to New York, Tristan. Yeah. Promise me one thing, young man. You get as much footage, pictures, film, everything. Well, that's the plan. That that is my plan to get as much film, footage, pictures. Mm -hmm. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna pick out some outfits. It's gonna be a really fun time. Yeah. Where, where, where are you guys going? Are you just exploring the city? or uh, Manhattan, supposedly. Lower Manhattan, so you'd be in Midtown. Central Park, I'll tell you right now, a good place to skate. Um, Is it? Yeah. It's huge. It's huge. Oh, my God. It's got, huge as fuck. I told you that story. Brandon and I got lost there for four hours in the middle of Central Park. At night? No, 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 no. We went to Central Park at night. It's actually like no one's there. It's if kind you of go weird. to Central Park at night, you're asking to get raped, shot, Mm -hmm. Or just rock. Well, none of that happened to Brandon. I got lucky. Mm -hmm. Well, because we we knew where to go, and we're like we're we're two. Were there any lights? There are some, but like it's kind of it's like oh my, it's beautiful, like a video game stage where you're in the middle of Central Park. There's some lights, you know, from the basic. You know, well, I mean, you see the city around you. Yeah, which is kind of that must be kind of cool. But the city, yeah. the thing is, dude, it's one thing to see the city, the big city on TV when you see it in real life. Yeah, it's like, damn, it, feel, it feels like, dude, well, the, the city itself is a character. But when you see, like, dude, I saw that part of Saber for the first time, I was like, that's so fucking big. Yeah, this iconic structure of American, you know, history. I don't, I'm thinking myself, how the fuck did men build that? And I was on top of that. I went to the top of the Empire dude, State Building. that thing is so fucking high. Yeah. I've been at the top of the Empire like, State dude, Building. Because, like, the thing is, one thing to talk about, when you see that shit in yeah. front of you, yeah. dude, it's like it touches the sky. I'm, imagine going up the elevator. My God. And, every, and there's a line. So if you, if you decide to go, there's a line. you got to pay money to, you know, be up there. But once dude, you're there. Dude, the roughbacks who built that. God bless those yeah. men. It, it's, it, you know, there's something I love, and that's taking in just history. Yeah. So when you're in New York, I, I'm, first time I went to New York City, and I was actually able to explore I went to Central Park and I just sat down on a bench. It was during the summer, so it was warm. Mm. You know, dude's painting a beautiful uh, European woman, you know, on one bench over there. Mm. Beautiful Japanese model over here. Um, people just walking and socializing. And then you sit down. It was one of those moments where you kind of understand, like, you know, we're so small and blah, 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 blah. blah. I had yeah. that moment. I was literally tearing up. And I was like, well, goddamn. Yeah, you we know, are. We are small. You gotta, gotta have that mean something. Your presence means something. You know, there's people that died paving these grounds you know what I mean? yeah. so you got dreams you got a vision sin city yeah it's uh it's just a beautiful sight and when you're there if you're able to travel at night and just walk the streets some parts get quieter mm -hmm. but you know times square at night you know the center of uh w w one of the corners of the world i think it's, it's nicknamed or mm -hmm. something like that but when you're there at night you just Man, just to take that in. Like, I've been there before, so now it's like, yeah, Times Square, but, you know, still get the little pizzazz. But, you know, when you haven't been there before and you kind of just take it in. It's like, wow. The red steps, people uh -huh. taking those pictures, because, again, a lot of people dream of just going to yeah. New York. Yeah, that's true. So, we're live, folks. That's why uh, <laughs> But, um, it's just, just taking that in, man. It's, Dude, taking it in is going to be fucking crazy. You might, you might even cry yourself. Yeah, just, I doubt that. No, no, for real. Just take that moment just to be there. You go to the red steps, 
literally people from around the world come to take a picture on those steps. <laughs> See, which is crazy. To be in the Times Square. All the so, celebrities who yeah. performed. So when you're there, pa- yeah, when you're there, go by the naked ladies that are painted in the American flag for some reason, <laughs> and the um, and the short party city looking mascots stand in the middle and just look around and just just take in the moment. Yeah, really, true. observe society. You know what I mean? You wanna dude? Like thing is, I would move there, but it's so you gotta fucking expensive build the money build yourself so take the gamble dude we're in so much debt <laughs> yeah i mean right now it's not like we're the richest people in the world dude i know i mean like i'm talking about america oh yeah america i mean no no don't worry but america that's america's problem not my problem dude you understand it, we, what i'm trying to say Tristan, that i have no control over america's debt and everything i have i'm a patriotic american are they are we ever gonna pay that back that's a question for another day. Dude, are we ever going to pay back? Are we ever going to, like, just, like, be able to be like, yo, I can buy a house for 40000 Is that ever going to happen again? That's ever? Something, that's something we got to leave the time, little brother. Well, they said, okay, guys, we're restarting the currency. We're going to restart. We're making this new thing. <laughs> I'd probably I'd be like, doors locked? All right, grab, grab my Bowie knife. Dude, imagine that. Everything in your coming is nothing. But I, I would probably... Need a day to process that. I would just quit my job right there. Okay, I'd be like, okay, so I worked this job for a few years now. You know, all right, the damage, but I stayed up a lot. I don't know if that'll come back to bite me one day. Um, you know, my sanity, you know, the, the crackheads I've dealt with, uh, the mental fortitude I've had, um, just the, the feeling of life squashing you a little bit every time, being a, a cog in the wheel, and now that means nothing. Oh, okay. There would be riots in the streets. Yeah, I'd be like, you know, I'd just sit down. Just People would be killing themselves. People would be going after the government. People would be just rioting in the streets. There's a song. Things. I think D- Bob Dylan made it. The time to keep on a change. And you hear Monica. Yep. I'd play that probably and, and just <laughs> think for a second. You know, Brandon, and you have talked about me being on the bridge of insanity. I'd probably, you know, drink a little bit from that Lazarus pit. I play. I would play Mrs. Magic from uh, Strawberry yeah. Guy. Yeah, just a, just a nice song, or maybe even After Dark. You know, <laughs> as the hours pass, I will let you know. And I'm, what are you gonna do in that situation? Probably go to the gym and just ah, you hear you hear you hear me clanging the the weights. I'll be like ah ah, ah. <laughs> you know, like the Batman because they restarted the currency. Yeah, <laughs> how is Dad going to react? <laughs> Yeah, he'd, be, he'd be like the dad from Everybody Hates Chris about the film. No, for real, bro. Be, I get real. What the fuck? <laughs> it'd be a hell of a. Oh my god. Yeah, hell of a trip, man. Dad, dad would lose his mind. Yeah. You know, so we had, we would have to hold it down here. Yeah, we would. I'm like, so Trey, um, I know we were stuck here for a little bit because of you know the world, but now we're we have to dig in the trenches, guys. Now we're being paid in British pounds. Well, that made commissioning a little bit easier because daft, but that's pretty much it. That's the only, that's not like, well, at least you don't have to think about it anymore. Uh, yeah, you know. Really, that's it? Now, Tristan, it's either that or I turn to insanity. Oh, well, I mean, I would turn to insanity at that point. Just become a fucking thief, criminal. No, don't be a criminal. No. <laughs> but, you know, that, that's the thing, man. It's, it's, it's a lot to take in. But, yeah. again, America's debt, election of the year next year is going to be crazy. I know that. I know Biden's losing. For sure. Sorry. He's losing. Uh, I don't know if a loser or if a win. I mean, the He's way, losing, bro. If he loses, he loses. But I'm just saying that uh, it's, it's going to be interesting. I can't, dude. It's going to be meme. 
It's gonna be meme worthy. Meme apocalypse. Meme apocalypse. Like, oh my god, dude! Next year's gonna be meme apocalypse. Yeah, I mean, it's a way way to the middle part of this year actually, because we're two almost three months in now. Mm -hmm. So we're gonna we're gonna get to that point. Then the campaign's gonna begin. Yep, and then the the debates. Imagine if Trump makes a comeback. I can see that happening. Yeah, actually, imagine how it's going to be. A lot crazy. more people are on his side now that weren't on his side yeah. before. It's, it's going to be crazy, like just because we've had Biden and another like, damn, we'll be better off with Trump. We got a lot of those people now. It's a coin I, that yeah. you know. It's where's Camilla Harris? Where you know, there's so many things. So little time, but we got to go, everybody. Yeah. Thank you again for listening. Again, please, if you could share this and follow us on Spotify. Give us a five-star rating if you would. It would really help the podcast, and it'll keep the sponsorship alive. So, again, thank you all for TWTG. Thank you for listening. I will be back. It will be back. I, I will be back soon. Don't worry. Mm -hmm. I will be back. Same time. Same time. Same time. Same time. Same bat channel. All the bullshit. All right. We'll see you all next time. See you. Thanks.